All right. Welcome, Annalise and Nicole, to the AWPT podcast. So Annalise and Nicole are marketing coaches, um, but tell the audience like a little bit about you. Hi. Um, yeah, so good to be here. Um, Annalise and I are experienced marketing specialists and coaches. So what we like to do, we kind of, um, rather than jumping in and working on people's marketing as a whole, we kind of take them back and guide them along um, along the journey and really educate people on the importance of their brand. So we help them kind of figure out what their brand is and how they can really utilize that to then develop a marketing strategy. Um, so yeah, we kind of take them through a bit of a coaching process. And then from there at the very end, they end up with a marketing strategy that's completely customized for them. And then what we can also do is um, through our connections in marketing can kind of link them up to the services that they need at the end of the day, whether that is um, Google ads, Facebook ads, social media management, email marketing, and all the rest. Yeah, I love that. Because like something that I have had to like learn as I've like, I mean, I've been a PT for three years now. And something that I've learned along the way is like, it doesn't matter really, like you could be the best personal trainer or you could be the best at what you do, but if you don't have like a marketing or um, like, yeah, like that type of strategy, like if you're not getting customers, like how do you expect the, the business to succeed? And I also like something that we'll talk about later, you know, is that like, like you said, it's about like finding what kind of works for you. I think like a lot of like where marketing for personal trainers is going is through social media but I know a lot of coaches that like you know social media like isn't their thing so it's it's really good to have like people like you who can help people find what works for them give them the tools that they need to yeah um yeah like I said like find what works for them so yeah absolutely absolutely Um, exactly so it it always seems that like social media is so prominent and it's so kind of in your face and it's what everyone else is doing, but it's not always the best way or um, at least maybe not by itself. So there are so many other options. So we really like to kind of educate people on all these other things um, that are within marketing Mm because I feel like um, people almost forget that social media isn't marketing itself. Marketing is the the umbrella and social media is just one tactic within all of that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, yeah, like you said, like, you know, um, a lot of like what I've seen lately, I don't know if this is like what you kind of meant, but like you'll see like, oh, I don't know, like, but you'll see people and they just like post like a pretty picture of themselves and they're like, like that, that in, that is not really marketing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, that's even, that's probably how Instagram started and, yeah. and it's just evolved to be so, so much more than that because its potential is now massive. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So social media is kind of more so now turned into what we call content marketing. Um, yeah. So it's really about that kind of sharing of knowledge almost yeah. um, and connecting with people because really in the end, social media is a social platform. It's where we should socialize. Yeah. Um, and so a part of that is education and, and sharing and learning um, rather than just pretty pics. Um, yeah. Although like sometimes that helps and, of you know, course. that can be part of like stopping the scroll if you've heard that term before. Um, but yeah, there is a lot more in, in terms of if you're at a point where you're building a social media strategy, there mm-hmm. is a lot more to it. 100%. Because I think, yeah, like you said, and I love that that's 
where it's like evolving into it's like actually providing value for people teaching them things and like you said like you know posting a pretty pic or like you know like a pic of me at the beach is like fine (laughs) but then like also like what are you doing to help people especially as coaches like what are you doing like what are you putting out there that's actually going to attract your ideal client 100 that's exactly where we start with um with any business is really looking at your ideal client first yeah and what you're trying like why are you trying to serve them as well um so yeah that's kind of the most important part of any marketing is who the hell are we talking to um, yeah. what are we trying to solve for them how are we trying to help them um what are their pain points all that kind of thing we need to understand that first which is again takes you back to the brand strategy that's what we kind of mean when we talk about brand strategy is what are those foundations because marketing is a tactic it's what you do with that information rather than mm. what the actual foundation of the business or why you coach yeah like you want to get to that foundational part which is that yeah brand. I love that um and now speaking about like starting how did you guys start how did you get into marketing like that's yeah awesome wow okay (laughs) (laughs) because that's how it started yeah Yeah, I guess I was I was in first so we are sisters as well I don't know if you kind of referenced that (laughs) um and so I I started in marketing um through university, um, you know, got my got my degree and all of that. To be honest, I always thought I would be in fashion. It's not really Ooh. where I went. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I was I'm, yeah, it was a massive thing. <laughs> to be honest, I kind of realized that I don't care that much about fashion um, mm-hmm. compared to like probably the other people that were in yeah. in my uh, in my course. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went down the road of um, of travel um, and really mm-hmm. building out experiences so that's kind of what that's kind of what I'm really passionate about um and yeah so I've kind of I've been working in marketing for about eight years or something now um so I've been around a little bit um and then kind of encouraged Nicole to kind of follow in my footsteps really yeah yeah yeah, I guess so I graduated two two years later wasn't really sure what to do jumped into a business course um a year later had to decide my major ended up being marketing um and I've been here ever since as well but yeah, I guess I started firstly in um, like an internship, mainly in social media and mainly in hospitality as well. So it is still, I guess, along the line of like creating an experience because if you, you're dining out, you're going out, you're, you're going out there for a reason to like enjoy time with family and friends um, and, and create like memories and have a good time essentially. Um, yep. So yeah, I was pretty much my entire experience is around that like hospitality and yeah, that kind of marketing there in social media. Yeah. And I guess what that kind of brings for us now or and that kind of experience brings to our clients is that we really look at entire experiences when we talk about marketing. Um, yeah. It's really not just about, you know, what you see on social media, but we really kind of go into the entire experience of a business. So whether that is a coach right from the get-go of, um, you know, seeing a flyer or seeing you on social media, but then also that in-person um potentially um experience and all that we really look at things really holistically um yep. and yeah I guess that's what that's what makes us um marketing strategists as well where yeah. we really look at the entire experience rather than just one avenue or one touch point we look at everything and I guess yep. for like for PTs you do want to create an experience right oh, you, want, sure. you want to have someone on social media or 
um, when you're when you're discussing with them when they come in um, when they go away and they, they use your program like it, it is all an experience really at the end of the day. yeah I think yeah that is massive it's so much more than um, you know having that like one hour session with someone like I found something that's like really helped me like gain clients mm-hmm. is like clients like sharing like my stories and stuff or like sharing like um because I use like the trainerize app they'll like share yes. their um like their pbs and things like that yeah. so like yeah something so small it's like I've gained like oh I saw your um page on like my friend's story and I was like yeah. oh my god like this is so yeah, that's cool. exactly right a hundred percent and that's where all about finding those moments that are um really shareable. really shareable exactly yeah. and it's these little um they're like little uh, like milestone things that you can go, oh, like I was here or I trained here or um, we did this thing. And, and that tra- the Trainerize app works really well for that to, to just be like, oh, this is my milestone. And then obviously they'll tag you and all that kind of thing. There's that whole process. Um, and so we always look for those, those, um, those, those touch points. Moments. Yeah. yeah, those touch yeah. points where you're creating what we call um, UGC or user-generated content. So you're no longer doing anything to create that content or your, your own customers are doing that for you, which then yeah. helps, like they become advocates for you. So, yeah. um, and you're building that trust um, with people that don't even know you yet. So, uh-huh. yeah. So how do you, what are some like, just like simple um, touch points that PTs can like implement today? Like we said, like, maybe using like a the trainerize app and getting your clients to share that I mean and then yeah I mean like how do you suggest like maybe even if you, like asking or to share that like yeah I think it's probably just building it into the experience so that it feels natural um yeah. so if you're talking about say the trainerize app some people will be more willing to share that than others. But it's also maybe if you're, you know, doing um, a workout in person, it's it's um, making it a bit of a celebration to, sh- to, to see it and be like, oh, wow, like you've completed this many workouts with me today, like this week, or you've um, hit a new PB. Like if you celebrate that in person, they'll probably also more likely want to celebrate it um, yeah. online. Yeah. Um, you can also ask people like some people just need to be asked and like you'll obviously know who you are more connected with and who is more willing to do that kind of thing um also just like maybe take photos with them and of them and film them when they are working out mainly for you know to show them their form but it also it like I know so many girls, especially, um, even guys actually, um, that just they want to see, oh, I, I did my first pull-up by myself or yeah. I did this. I'm like, and then they're probably more likely to share it because it's an achievement. So um, I think it's, again, it's creating the entire experience around it. So it's not mm-hmm. just, you're, not, you're no longer writing a program for someone. You're spending an hour every week with them and building, like building a relationship with them. So it's the same. Um, it's really just leaning into that. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess there are, there are touch points everywhere, really. Um, yeah. It could be that you sign on new clients and that you go, oh, okay, um, you know, Liana is our new client for this week. And you mm-hmm. post a photo that allows them to share it. Like, you know, it, it's a two-way street. You can do it for them to then share or they can do it for you. So, so um, true. Yeah. yeah, I think it's creating that culture of, sharing it as well I think other people also like knowing that you'll share that share their content back 
Yeah. yeah. Like people love to be like, oh, like I posted that photo, but then, you know, my trainer shared it. It's so, been featured. Yeah. Yeah. It's been yeah. featured on their page. So people love that. So yeah, uh, well, at least most people love that. So um, yeah, I think there is, there are so many touch points and just thinking about people's natural behavior on social media um, and kind of leaning into that a bit. Yeah. I love this. And so how would you go about finding that ideal client? So there are a lot of different ways to, to find your ideal client. It really is. Yeah, how much time do you have? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess one of them, um, one of the main ones probably is, um, it probably tends to be a past version of yourself, especially probably as a trainer that mm-hmm. you, you went through this process and you found a lot of confidence or you lost weight or you'd gained strength through your process of becoming a personal trainer, it's likely that you're probably trying to help someone that was similar to you. Um, that's one way. It, that might just happen that way. Um, mm-hmm. Another way that I kind of advise clients is to think about think about the person that you most enjoyed working with. Um, like what, what was it about them? Was it their goal? Was it their personality? Was it um, their gender? Like, was it, what was it like about that person? And then build that person into an avatar um, and find people that are similar to that. Yeah. 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 And um, I guess that's pretty much how we do find it. But then the other way it can be looking at your own, your own program and your own knowledge and being like, who wants to know this? Yeah. I think really looking at it from the outside, which can be hard as a, a business owner, as a PT and being like, well, who actually wants this? I, I've created this thing. I'm in love with it. I have an emotional connection to it. But really, if someone saw it from the outside, who would want it? Who would want it? And mm-hmm. that can be either then you develop an ideal client from that or on the flip side, you might like, I mean, I need to tweak some things to make sure that it, it really does resonate with that person as well. So you need to be really... um analytical over what you have and yeah it's very emotional but it sometimes ebbs and flows you need to kind of change some things to make it work yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so nicole's talking about finding a product market fit to make sure that your product fits the market and what they need so uh, yeah sometimes it's not just about what you want or what actually it should never really be about what you want it's it's kind of marrying those things together with yeah what you have to serve and what you have to offer and what a client actually needs in the end Yeah, I love that because that's so say like, for example, I think a lot of like the women that I probably work with Mm -hmm. are like you said, like who I was like probably like that's why I got into fitness. I was like super low in confidence. I used to like just really restrict on calories. um, And now I'm just that's I um, uh, what's the word? I think about like what I struggled with at that time mm-hmm. and I think that's what we were discussing a little bit about before is yeah. like the the pain points you know it's like about like what are they struggling with this is the the type of content that they would want to see like that's what I would want to see what exactly. I would have want to see yeah, yeah exactly and right like people make decisions I guess on on those pain points as well like if if you're you have low self-confidence in your body um you're restricting your diet. You want someone to be like, no, you can eat this much and still yeah. achieve this. And like your body, like you need to take care of your body and not like restrict it so much and all of that. So it really then ties into your messaging because that's what people want, not necessarily a program that they just need to do day in, day out. They want to understand why and what they're going to be getting out of it at the end of the day. Yeah. Yes. So we, 
we talk about like you sell the transformation rather than the the features and things. So it's like at the end through this, this is what you gain. You gain that confidence because um, I'm sure you most people that come to you like as much as they want to lose weight or they want to get strong, there is something underlying all of oh, that. So if yeah. you can connect with that, especially and you can showcase, um, I guess it's kind of a, a point that we would usually suggest for social media is to showcase your personal story because that's what people are going to connect with. Probably before they connect with the fact that you're just a really good trainer, um, they'll connect with you as a person first because, again, social media is a social platform. Yeah. About telling that story. Exactly. And because they can go, you can go to any PT and get and like a program. program. Exactly. But yeah. like what sets you apart from another trainer? Why are they going to pick you over yeah. someone else? Um, and just like being, I guess, like, yeah, like your authentic self. Like people love that, especially, I don't want to say in like a fake society, but like I yeah. feel like maybe, yeah, like a lot of it is like when they see, like just like raw. Uh, real people, like you said, sharing their stories. They're like, yeah, I can do that. If she can do that, I can do that. And they want to like become a part of that yeah. experience, like you said. And then you're offering a solution to their pain points. Oh, that's it. I love it. It's this kind of excitement. Exactly. This is why we are so passionate about doing it, like, like showcasing the entire experience because it's what people buy. Like people mm. buy the entire experience. They don't buy your program. Like, I can get any program or, you know, eventually people can probably like learn to write things for themselves. But in the end, the reason they still come to you and they still want you to be their trainer is because they enjoy being with you and your experience and the environment that you create. Um, of course, also your knowledge and this and that, but yeah. really the first thing they're going to come for is, uh, you know what? I actually enjoy hanging out with that, with Liana for an hour every week. Yeah. And like, especially with training, you've got to make it enjoyable because it's not always for everyone. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why they call it personal training. I love that's it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, how would you then? Okay. So, I guess like, so one of my questions was like, how to turn followers into customers? Do you think like, like basically like kind of what we just said, or do you like have anything else to like add to that? Yeah. So um, a lot of it is, like I said, social media is a social channel. So to use it as that first um, and not to be so tied to like, I have to sell on here because no one will become your customer if you use it as a sales tactic first. Um, but yeah, so it's really about if you can understand your customer and you can speak directly to them on social media um, and answer their pain point or even like below that pain point like actually get down to the foundations of who they are and why they feel that and through your um through your content on social media rather than just maybe calling it out all the time but um integrating that into like really valuable pieces um then that will help you build out your followers into customers yeah yeah so it's not like you like saying like we can't just sell 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 on there People don't yeah. care. People are so, their eyes are so open to that now. They're like, I want to know you first. So yeah. tell yeah. me. And like people take some time to get to know you as well. So someone could be following you for two years and maybe they message you and go like, hey, I've been following your stuff for this long. And finally I have this urge to do it. Like you've 
everything you're saying, it sounds exactly like what I need and want and how I've been feeling, um, but it's taken me this long to get there kind of thing. So it's really nurturing people as much as possible to kind of get them through those stages. So like Emily said, providing as much value, being as honest and open and authentic as possible because you're just going to be nurturing someone that entire time. And yeah. then someone drops into your DMs um, and then all of a sudden they're a client kind of thing. So like yeah. also being open to having that two-way conversation yeah. with someone. So like really developing that relationship before they're even a customer. Yeah, I love that. So is that like, have you heard of that? Like you have to get someone to like see your content or something like seven times or something before they might sell from you? Is that like? It's actually more like I think 30 at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's grown. Yeah, it's grown. Yeah. So because of how, like, because of this kind of digital age um, and the amount of messages that we now are thrown at us all the time um, and our attention span is obviously just reducing because of that we do like you do need to showcase your message I think it's about 30 now um so I guess that's that's kind of one other thing to think about with social media is um you may feel like you're saying the same thing over and over and over again trust me your customer does not realize say it again say it again say it it loud for the people in the back especially (laughs) it kind of showcases like as another part of that building your brand is having kind of like brand messages like what are you advocating for like what is your thing that you want people to know? What's the thing that like customers that, that your clients ask you about all the time and you say all the time, do that on socials and say it again. Um, so it's really about kind of having those messages and things to stand behind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what would you say? Cause that is something that, I mean, I don't know if other people struggle with, but I struggle with, is that like how much of like, is there like a percentage or like, how much personal stuff do you post and then how much like selling stuff like where's the like have you found like a sweet spot like the you know like a balance of like because yeah does that kind of make sense as a question like (laughs) no it does so um what we kind of like when we take through um our customers we always build out what we call brand pillars first so Mm -hmm. brand pillars are really like what are those key messages that you want to say um, and usually one of those will be kind of person, like something personal in there. Um, and really we always kind of advocate for, um, a percentage of each. So, um, and we, we, we break those down so that you are always kind of ticking each of those boxes. There's no, like, I wouldn't say that there's this one size fits all thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that there is a mix of all. Um, But I guess one thing, if you're, if you are leaning towards like social media, there is, there are so many different features within say like Instagram that you can um, utilize, say your stories for a lot of the personal stuff, because it's, it's off the cuff. It's um, behind the scenes. It's little, you know, speaking to camera for two seconds, but then maybe your content, um, in your feed is more so value driven um, and with like a little bit of sales in there. Um, I think a lot of it is trial and error, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it really depends on who your audience is um, and mm. what they're looking for. But I would always say that um, value driven content should be like the majority of it with like this Top touch. pillar. Yeah, yeah, it's the top pillar because um, yeah. it's the thing that people are going to follow you for, like, you know, tips on how to how to squat is going to be like, oh, okay, cool. I need that. Yeah. Um, I don't need your program right now, but I need to know that because, you know, I've been doing it wrong for the last however long. Um, yeah. 
so yeah, I think there's no, I wouldn't say there's like this exact split. Um, and I think you can feel into it. I think a lot of, some people are just more comfortable sharing a lot more of their personal lives, whereas other people aren't. Um, a good way that you can probably see what you're doing. Like we're not going to give you, we can't give you an answer being like, this is how much you need to sell. Yeah. How much you should be personal. Yeah. Your page. Um, because someone's TMI is someone's like not enough information, yeah. I guess. That's um, true. That's but true, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> when you're looking on your page, go into your insights as well. See what people are interacting the most with. Yeah. See what people are, are viewing or swiping out of. You're like, okay, well, we need less of this or maybe, I need to put it on just on stories or maybe in a reel instead. So just, it's always trial and error, um, yep. but the insights are there for a reason as well. So make sure you're looking at them because they as well. get overlooked. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love everything. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to people? Uh, I don't know how to word Who, where social media like may not be their thing. So the first thing that I would probably say is that you really should look at where your customer is. So um, if your customer is on social media, it's probably where you should be. Um, however, like we do advocate for like finding the channels that are really sustainable for yourself as well and finding ways that those channels are sustainable for you. Um, so I'm, I would never say that you absolutely have to post five times a day, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's really about finding, finding what works for you. But in saying that there are so many other marketing channels outside of social media, there's also multiple social media channels. So maybe you don't love Instagram or maybe that doesn't work, but try YouTube, try TikTok. Like there's so many other, other channels that, um, the way that people interact with them may just work better for the, the content that you want to create. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess outside of social media, you've got things like email marketing um to be Mm. honest it's the one that everyone forgets about and it's my little specialty so um (laughs) I'm always like no you've got to like don't forget (laughs) (laughs) um and like there's multiple reasons for that one social media you do not own your followers at the moment um that may change there's some like things coming in with um subscriptions if anyone knows about that but what We'll put that to the side. Yeah, so well, you can yeah. get paid. Eventually, there's a new um, there's a new feature coming in for Instagram, or well, at least they're trialing, um, where uh, content creators can be paid a small fee for people to gain like exclusive content. Um, so it's slightly Ooh. different. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's only trial, so like, don't get too excited. But it, I, it'll come because of the way that Instagram is set up. Isn't it amazing? Just like the way that it's like always evolving. Yeah. It's yeah. Like how. I can't fucking keep up. Yeah. Like, no, well, that's it's cool though. It's cool. To be honest, I it, it's the people have described it as, which I always think is funny, is it's the only fans <laughs> of Instagram. So the, <laughs> I love it. When someone yeah. says that, like, that's hilarious. But as soon as you say that, you know. Yeah, you know yeah. what it means. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really cool. And so tell yeah. us a little bit more. Like, I, because I do a little bit of like email marketing. Do yeah. you have any tips on that? So um, I guess just to preface, like the the reason that I advocate for um, email marketing is because when someone subscribes to your list, you actually own that list. It can't go anywhere. Um, whereas social media, they can change things. People can, um, you know, choose not to follow they you. Can, they can change their algorithm and all of a sudden your engagement's slow. That's exactly yeah. right. Um, wow. So with email marketing, um, it's also 
it also tends to have a higher conversion rate just generally. Um, I think it's the highest conversion rate. I think it's about 30% generally um, the kind of what people um, who use it regularly will get. Um, it's much higher than social media, which is why I was like, no one, like, I don't know why everyone forgets about this. I think everyone yeah. thinks that it's such an old system, um, but it's where you are, you nurture the people that, are very interested. Like someone's only going to pass on their email address if they're really interested in what you have to offer. Whereas a follow and an unfollow is so easy. Mm -hmm. um, so you can kind of, you can nurture them through there, but it's so easy to just lose them along the way. Yeah. Um, but I guess with email marketing is one, to make sure that you um, like have a system. Um, you can, I would always advocate to use an, an email marketing system rather than just like Outlook. Um, this will allow you to have a lot more reporting and understand what your customer's doing. Like how many people are opening it? What are they clicking on? Um, again, it, it's more data for you to use and understand your own content um, and what people are um, interacting with and find valuable. Mm -hmm. um, two is have a bit of consistency with it as well. Um, people like to know roughly like, oh, you know, I'm going to receive this email every month. Um, it's going to have, you know, top tips of this or, or whatever it is. Um, so just, again, having some kind of consistency is really good. Mm -hmm. And again, be the same person that you are in real life, on social media and in your emails. Again, we go back to the brand strategies. Part of that is having a tone of voice. And if, it's, if you're a coach, it's probably just your normal voice um, mm -hmm. and use that in your emails. Don't try to, you know, sound so much more professional or like um or yeah like use your own voice and use the voice that you use across all your platforms because again it's that consistency there yeah I was just brand, say. you are your brand yeah yeah 100 and it's just another way to uh have that like point of contact and like i think like do do you think because i mean like social media is just like you you open it up and mm -hmm. it's it's like there and you just like scroll through it and you're like all right now I'm done whereas like email marketing like people usually like I'm when I look at my emails I'm sitting down I'm usually like not very distracted do you think like that is like maybe why they might work a little bit more that's just like something yeah yeah I guess you go to your emails for a purpose right you go yeah. to social media to be entertained or like absent-mindedly as well like you're just naturally scrolling exactly like I said but yeah, you go to your emails to either look for something specifically or something pops up and you're like, oh, I, I, I'm investing time to read these. So yeah. it, it's it's the mindset of when you are actually in there and doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like you're choosing to open that email, um, whereas yeah. on your social feed, it's whatever's on the feed. Um, mm. So, yeah, there is that very much a different psychology around things. So I guess that's why that... Um, that engagement rate and conversion rate tends to be a lot higher. It's because there's, yeah. there's intent behind it. Yeah. And what was that, um, when you say email marketing system, is that like a, like a third party, like kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. exactly. So um, the most common one that people probably know is like MailChimp. It's probably not the MailChimp. best one. Probably not the best one to use. Hmm. Um, there are quite a lot of other ones, um, but it is just as a like to trial and get your head around. Um, it's pretty much just like a template builder. Um, you can drop in, you know, text and images. 
um, and send out to a database. And then once that's sent, you get some reporting on that to go, okay, it's sent to this many contacts successfully. This is how, this is the percentage of people that opened it. This is what they clicked on. It'll kind of give you a heat map um, of what they actually clicked on. Um, so you can actually learn like, okay, well, what's, what's happening here? Um, what's working what isn't. Exactly. Yeah. And you'll start learning again, you probably, this is going into a lot of like marketing and um, but you've got then, um, you know, placement of things like maybe your, your call to actions or your button should be a little bit higher because they're not getting all the way down and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it gives you a lot of data is what yeah. we always advocate for again, um, is just understanding your customer through data as well. Yeah. Then that's yeah so helpful. Just like the, the insights on Instagram and things like that, the more you know, I guess, um, the more power that you have. Exactly right. Mm. Yeah. And so what would you say, like, common mistakes you see coaches or, like, even, like, gym owners, maybe you're a gym owner, like, yeah. what mistakes do they make? Do we make? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we already mentioned it, but, like, yeah. using social media as, like, the only thing to possibly get clients ever like people kind of have that as the holy grail and like that's it that's the only option but like we said there are so many other ways of like um getting clients and building those relationships so whether that whether that be in person like if you're out on the gym floor or if that's digitally online and things like that exactly and I guess um part of that then is also just thinking about your your brand Um, I think people kind of jump straight into social media and post, which is totally fine. Like you need that experimentation, but then it's also going back to like your brand strategy. It's, it's what will, it's what will guide your entire business in terms of marketing, um, whether it's your social media strategy or your just general marketing strategy, you need to understand your brand. Like you need to understand who you're speaking with, who is your ideal client. It is not. It, it's not everyone that's that's the yeah. that's the start it's your ideal client is not everyone or it's not everyone that wants to lose weight um or get strong it's so much more than that you have to understand their motivations and their pains um and then speak to those things yeah um and then I guess as as then a part of that building out the entire experience um what what do they get when they see you in person what do you like when you're on social media? Um, what, uh, yeah, like what is the entire coaching experience? Um, as I said, like it's not, you're not like an accountant or something where they see you once a year. Like they mm. want to know who you are and um, and really feel like they know you um, and, yeah, and like enjoy the entire experience with you from the beginning, whether that's on social media um, and in person or online. Um, and really understanding that whole thing yeah and then I guess like you know that that relates to like if you're um, a, a gym owner if you do face-to-face sessions even if yeah. you're an online like you know exactly. you can create experiences through online and I think like um, obviously I feel like you'd have to get a little bit more creative maybe if you're 100% like but like yeah. there's ways right so it's like well do you send them something like what's in the email like is it do you send them a little intro video do you um you know call them out on social media like do you yeah like there's so many there's so many things that you can build into even just a digital experience mm-hmm. um there are so many avenues to contact people and things like that so people um, are so used to being 
online as well that like almost your experience is almost quite natural like you said like back to the trainer I think like there's a button there you click share and then like that creates that experience as well so yeah there's definitely more opportunities now (laughs) exactly yeah yeah and speaking of opportunities and like different avenues you know like um boosting posts or Facebook marketing like what is your um, advice for those? <laughs> uh, so funny. Um, yeah, I guess it's so funny to see it from the outside. Um, yeah. I know Leonie was saying like, oh, yeah. like, can I, can I boost this post? Yeah. And like, yes, yeah, totally. You can do that. But do there is definitely a better way yeah. to do it. And yeah. I would recommend you do it that way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I guess on the outside of things, if, if you're not, if you're not day-to-day in marketing, you're kind of like, yeah, this is great. I'll just click this button. It's super easy and convenient. But little do you know, there's a whole system on the back end of Facebook, which also connects to Instagram. So if I say Facebook again, it's both. Mm -hmm. Um, That gives you a whole bunch of more details on who you want to target and how much you want to spend and how, how, how you want your ad to be shown and things like that. So on one side, you could click one button and it'll take you through. It'll boost. Amazing. On the other side, if you go into Ads Manager, there are so many different options. You can click into it. If you know your ideal target market, which you should, um, you can then be really strategic on how you're targeting those people. If you have a, um, an audience, if you have a list of um, ex-clients, current clients, and you've got their emails, you can put that in and you can create something called a lookalike audience, which is like kind of replicating them and their interests and giving you a massive audience just from that smaller audience. So, like, there's so many other things you can do to really target people more strategically rather than just pressing a button. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Leanne's like, oh, I'm like, blown. Yeah. I'm like, my mind is just like, what? <laughs> and, that, like, that's why it's so important to know, like, who your ideal client is because then, like, you, if you can narrow down, like, where to like boost or like yeah if you know exactly the person that you want to get why not try and target those people as closely as possible and that's what it will allow you to do exactly so it's really just utilizing your ad dollars because um you know if you're only going to put fifty dollars behind something or um you know only kind of target here and there it just allows you to be so strategic with those dollars Um, yeah yeah otherwise because facebook will take your money they will 100% take your money and they make it so easy to take your money um, by okay. saying, oh, you know, this post has gotten so much engagement, you know, increase it by this many percent, this much percent um, for $50. Like, of course, yeah. it's a business, but you've got to think about it from your side as well as a business and um, finding the most strategic way. Um, it's, it's also what we advocate for in terms of like, like our whole business is built around educating um, business owners about these things yeah. because and making sure they do the right thing for them as yeah. well yeah yeah and just a little tip I tried I did boost the post one because <laughs> they they like sent me like ten dollars to use um oh, yeah, yeah. Credit. yeah and I was yeah. like oh so cool but then okay you probably know by now like I swear a lot and in oh, the fine. post <laughs> I was swore and it, it got rejected like, it got rejected <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, wait a second why did this get rejected you have like, violated oh. our policies yes. like, oh, oh, come we've, on, man. Like, <laughs> we've worked with some people that love to swear and we're trying to like, <laughs> like you've got to beep it out I'm sorry I'm like, 
And you know what? I don't even like, I don't even like that because to me, I'm like, that's a part of your brand and who you are. Yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry, but for ads, it just doesn't work. They it won't let work. Me. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna use it for an ad, make sure yeah. there's no swearing. No, no swearing. PGN. No, yeah. sorry. Also, yeah, actually for trainers, you've got to be careful with um before and after pics as well. Ooh. Yeah. So that's a thing. It it'll um it'll showcase that like it'll come up as um as violating the terms and conditions a lot of the time. For before and after pics? Yeah, like if they're, because they're in Yeah. A lot of the I've time come on Instagram. Do. I've seen way worse things yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> I think it comes from all those um the like old like weight loss things that like, like oh you know take this pill and you'll look like this i think it, oh, okay. it's that um oh. sometimes yeah okay well i like that then that that's good i mean yeah we do i don't you like understand it. yeah you understand under, yeah that's it yeah i'm pretty sure that's how it kind of comes about there are yeah sometimes you can get a, like sneak them in um, yeah there's also a request review button um, <laughs> in ads manager. So sometimes you can sneaky, sneaky, get away with it, but <gasps> they'll like I review should... it and then like let you go usually. I should so, try it again. How dare you? Yeah, just annoy them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they'll probably pick up the swearing, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, was there anything else, like any other final tips that, you know, like maybe yeah, that you feel that coaches are kind of like missing out on that they need to know? No, yeah. Um, the last one that we will probably think of is don't overcomplicate your offer. Um, I know from experience, like when we've been sold coaching ourselves, there is just so much in there that like they're going to deliver. We're going to get this and that and um, this many coaches and coaching sessions and this many meal plans and all this information on top of each other, um, it it probably deters people a lot more than it um, that than it brings people in because you're selling a lot of like the features rather than selling the transformation. Like in the end, I'm coming to coach with you because I want I want my body to feel better um, and to gain more confidence. Like that's that's how you need to speak to me or you know for me personally or. Um, yeah, so it's really talking to those pain points rather than overcomplicating this offer and making it like there's so many different um, features that honestly it just gets lost in between everything. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's really just being really clear with like, you know what, I'm here to help you with this. This is yeah. what I can get you. Yeah, because like you said, I mean, yeah, people's attention spans, I mean, even my attention span is like, yeah. so if you can just, I guess, yeah, keep it short, precise, to the point. Yeah, exactly. Make it simple for them. Make it yeah. easy. Just be like, we have this or this. And yeah. you're like, great, I'll have this one. Because if you yeah. have five or six or however many options, it just gets complicated and it's yeah. over analysis, paralysis. Is that what they yeah, say? That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Make yeah. decision-making really easy because – like decision making is always emotional so if you can like tap into that emotion but then make it less complicated mm-hmm. um is really like really what um I think will get it's you people most yeah yeah fantastic tips I have learned so much <laughs> so much for coming on um last question where do people find you so you can find us on Instagram at mm-hmm. addition, that's A-double-D-I-T-I-O-N dot marketing. Um, mm-hmm. And also on our website, which is additionmarketing.com.au. 
You don't do your email list? We do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can email. I can subscribe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. So Instagram and um, on our website, website you'll find all of our contact details and everything like that. Beautiful. Thank you so much, guys. That was awesome. Thank you Thank so you. much for having us. Loved it. Love chatting with you. <laughs>